Holy shit, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Casual Master Quest. Today is going to be episode 80, the final episode of this season, and tis the season to be Holly. But let's not be Holly with our wonderful folks, with myself, Tyler Vitito. We got Glenn over in the corner representing the rebels of the the Star Wars thing, which uh, is going to show how ignorant I am over the Star Wars universe. It, it's Star Wars, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, Rebel Alliance. Okay. Uh, uh maybe a Star Trek. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm getting like the uh the the head shake of shame from our guest for this week, and that is Cam returning back from the retro interact or retro episodes of like the beginning. Cam, you're back. Yo, am I retro now? You're, I think you're retro. You've become oh, cool. cool. <laughs> Sweet. I think the last time we heard you on the show, you were over 60 episodes ago. So yeah. uh, you're you're 60 episodes old. I think that makes you uh, a podcast antique on here. Sweet. Now a bunch of hipsters can buy me at comic stores. <laughs> and it will be vintage. Ooh. Oh, man. Uh, what a heck of a time so far. And man, it's it's December. Uh, it's going to be Christmas when people listen to this. It's crazy. Well, not Christmas Christmas, but it'll be Christmas time. Very Maybe uh, they'll, if, if, if they're ambitious enough, I guess they could download it and listen to it on their way to their family. Thinking, you know, it's like, what better time than, you know, regretting the joys of family get-togethers than by listening to us? Uh, but, <laughs> uh, man, Kev, how's your, uh, well, I was going to say year at this point. It's been well over a year. Yeah, yeah. Since I was last on here, actually, I moved to Vermont, did a bunch of work, and then moved back. So, pretty much status quo now. <laughs> so, was it like uh, one of those Mormon things where it's like uh, you gotta step out of your bubble when you hit 18, and then you gotta decide if you're gonna go back for good? Or, sorry, not Mormon. Amish. I believe, Amish, uh, yeah, no. Amish, yeah. yeah, no, it was more of just like a, I saw an opportunity that was for a neat job that was part-time so I could play a bunch of video games. I went and did it. And I skied a lot, I hiked a lot, it was a lot of fun, but it was very rural, there was nobody around to hang out with, and everybody I associated with was like 60. So I was like, nah, and came back to Rhode Island. Nah. nah. <laughs> oh man, the uh, the Phoenix, Arizona effect of everybody being old as shit. Um, yeah. I mean, not, not, not to be ageist, but it's like, you can't beat their ass in, you know, Super Smash Brothers. Right, right. I mean, you, you can. And if they beat your ass, then you got something to worry about. Yeah, there's nobody to uh, talk about the Vita with either. It's crazy. The Vita? Uh, what is a Vita? I mean, well, I <laughs> go ahead. Glad you asked, Glenn. Oh no! You see, the PlayStation Vita is a wonderful little Here's console. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it to you. Don't worry, you're all set. <laughs> oh man, I, I had the folk folk music at the ready suddenly there. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, so Want to talk about an antique? You... Oh. Oh well, fair, fair. <laughs> Ha ha ha! Glenn, you're you're so funny. We're we're gonna trash <laughs> an episode where we trash talk the the Vita. Uh, no, I, I I won't do that because I, I have I will say I have my beloved Vita still framed to the wall. Uh, Ooh, yeah, it's a, a talk piece, which actually upsets the person that gave it to me. Uh, Nicholas in the chat. Uh, he, he's been really burnt the moment I framed that sucker on the wall. But hey, you know, one year anniversary of a wall painting. So, it's been a hell of a year for you. How's your December been going? Awesome. Yeah, it's been going really good because December is the point where 
like in my own work and stuff like that. I'm through all the review games I have to do. So I'm through all the major releases so I can actually go and play kind of what I want to. So I have a series of like a few games that I always play every December. And so I've just been getting to that, you know, playing some comfy stuff, kind of like that. Very simple stuff, you know, no more work, pretty much just all fun. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, I think we confirmed this. You can also swear now. So feel free to swear as much as you want. Oh, hell reason. yeah. All right, cool. H- hell yeah. I was going to say, I, I know we that we, we waited for the countdown, and then we started saying shit fuck in like immediately 30 seconds, and then we just went back to normal. But, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, things changed. Yep. Uh, man, I think for me, it's like every year I have to play and beat Link to the Past. It's just kind of like a... And plus, it's on the Switch, so it works out. Yeah. So, easy enough. What about you, Glenn? Uh, what's, uh, what's your week been like? been a busy week um didn't do as much streaming as i wanted to um because i got booked on a commercial just doing like pa work um but it was really cool uh, i can't talk about what it is because it hasn't come out but like um we shot at a place called Fonco studios where this guy named fawn haha um he also has a bunch of other smaller businesses that work the uh place with him and he okay. and some of his constituents have done uh, miniature model work, which, if you know me, is something I love for the prequels. Um, I saw some of the original TIE fighter and uh, TIE interceptor models that were used in 4, 5, and 6. Oh, wow. uh, nice. And, uh, like, I saw set pieces from The Nightmare Before Christmas. If you're a D&D fan, I saw the original... Uh, sculpting of the Stone of Galore from the Dragon Heist, Waterdeep Dragon Heist that just came out. Um, and one of the guys has a mocap studio there who is a lightsaber master who learned from the guys who were the the guys who choreographed the Duel of Fates and uh, were Ewan McGregor and uh, all those guys. One of them was actually uh, Christopher Lee's stunt double. And so like, I got to meet some really cool people and have a lot of fun and make some money so I could buy my wife. Because I'm a streamer and I'm not a partner, so I don't make a lot of money. But that was a way to make some money. I got my wife some Christmas presents, so that was great. I was able to make some coin. Um, but also, my one of my friends on set wanted to try my PlayStation VR. He may be getting it, so I'll have someone to play it with. The, the PSVR? What's that? Did you say the PSVR? Yeah, yeah. He so... We're going to try, he's going to see if he likes it, and I think he will, and then we're going to get Arizona Sunshine, which is a, a multiplayer, you know, VR shooter where you survive the zombie apocalypse and run around. It looks like a lot of fun, so, yeah. I don't think I heard of that game. It came out in like yeah, 2016, well 2017, but it's great. Yeah, it's it's only like 40 bucks, and both expansions together are like 750 so you can spend less than $50 on it with both expansions, huh. so, yeah. When and I, I saw the rise of, of Skywalker last night, so it's just been a Star Wars couple of days. Watched the man, the new episode of The Mandalorian this morning. <sighs> wow, we've already uh, pre-ordered geez. the baby Yoda pop. <laughs> oh, oh, Glenn. Uh, sorry, my wife and I uh, soundly agreed that we would mute and ban anybody that keeps posting uh, Yoda memes, uh, baby Yoda memes specifically, adult Yoda or uh, previous Yoda, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's acceptable, but yeah, she hates okay, baby Yoda. Wait, what's up? Yaddle, the the female of that species that is in. Oh the yeah, don't forget Yaddle. Yaddle. Uh, I don't think uh, that gets represented just as much. Uh, baby Yoda has like, I believe the term was uh, it became more represented on the internet than the entire U.S. government or something like that. 
It wouldn't uh, surprise me. Like, it, like, it overlapped, like, everything that's been going on politically, which is kind of scary. But, I mean... I've only found one meme that I really loved, and it's just Kylo Ren yelling, but it's not Kylo, it's uh, the, the actor in the film that he just did with Scarlett Johansson. And he's like, he's like, the Mandalorian is a side story! And he's like, I am Star Wars now. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I could wipe out a fleet of Mandalorians! I'm a Sith Lord! He's like, you're an emo with a light sword. <laughs> At the end, he's like, I'm supposed to eat. And I'm like, yes, baby Yoda! I love Baby Yoda. My wife goes. Does Baby hmm? Does Baby Yoda talk in the Mandalorian? Nope. Okay. I I I've not seen the Mandalorian, <laughs> and I have not seen the uh, the new Star Wars movie yet. Gonna be doing no that with uh, Nick. Thank you. Uh, uh, gonna be hanging out with Nick and going to see that sometime this week. So that's something I'm looking forward to. Also, <laughs> if I could give a, P a PSA to everybody on Twitter about Star Wars, and I had to do this with Game of Thrones. Look, I'm trying to mute every fucking word I can think of of Star Wars to keep you all from spoiling it. Can you... <laughs> Look, I understand if you want to do hashtags and all that stuff just to mess with my muted word list, but pick either between Rise of Skywalker or The Rise of Skywalker. You're killing me because it's like, before I know, I'm going to look for D.A. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. The Rise like, of Skywalker. Like, I'm finding different words I have to mute because it's like somebody met, you know, somebody, oh, somebody added, you know, an extra A somewhere for some reason. And it's like, what the fuck, guys? I'm just waiting for the hashtag to actually just be the spoiler and it's trending in the U.S. so everyone sees it. Yeah. Oh. See, I like when people, if they're going to put spoilers, they, like, hide the tweet and you have to choose to click it. Like, that's yeah. totally fine, you know? Or they're like, spoilers, don't scroll down, and you go, okay, cool, thanks. I'm tempted, like, so, to, like, if I want to have a discussion about it on social media, just be like, hey, DM me if you want to talk about it, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, that that's totally acceptable, you know? Mm. Once you get in a closed group where everybody consensually agrees to talk about something that's, like, you know, typically spoiler intensive such as you know a star wars movie which you know shocker uh yeah go wild yeah it, it's a circle jerk at that point yep. uh so a, a hot question let's say uh chatty mcchadface decides to post uh whatever the most intensive star wars the rise of skywalker uh spoiler there is and he like he has a hundred thousand followers and he just posts like hey by the way something Probably happens yeah. and, and everybody sees it what happens uh is that reportable for uh spoiling a movie so he's gonna he, lose he's a lot of followers probably okay so chatty mcchadface would just be a massive douche but it wouldn't be violating anything that would be on the twitter side no. yeah someone might like throw a brick through his window but that's about it yeah. i mean sure the, the thing about it, if, it, if he's chatty mcchadface he's probably already followed by a bunch of chads so those chads are like, ha, 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 look at all these turds getting mad about their nerdy Star Wars. So, like, how much ramifications is the guy going to get from a dude who's already a chad? It sucks, dude. Yeah. It's the nature of the beast. Yeah, uh, I mean, you constantly have, like, around this time, like, last year and this year, you've had, like, uh, people being like, please, please, like, stars in the films are like, please don't spoil this for people. You know, this is a story nine movies in the making do not spoil this you know um so i'm doing my best to and, do that and meanwhile we fans. have fucking like tom holland and mark ruffalo and they're like yeah they literally they lie, lie to them they? in production so that they don't spill the beans on accident smart move 
it, it's it's such a weird like end of the thing where it's like they have no self awareness that they should you know like hey maybe I shouldn't tweet the scene where you know somebody <laughs> important dies and you know it's like <laughs> hashtag Iron Man dies uh, yeah. but. Well, it's, they oh, actually it's, did a funny commercial seen? about that, too, with spoilers, with Daisy Ridley, where somebody was like, she was doing a promo or something. Obviously, it was super planned, and then this guy comes on set, and he's like, hey, so Daisy, so you're going to tell me this, 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 and this, and then they have this bunch of A-list actors coming in at the end, John Boyega comes, and he's like, hey, who's who's raised parents? And she's like, John, you know! And he's like, oh, right, and then he walks out. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's really funny. I was like, at least they can make fun of themselves a little bit there, you know? But it was good, too, because my wife's birthday is today, so we got to see, you know, a Star Wars movie when we also started dating on May the 4th, Star Wars Day, right before her birthday. So that was a lot of fun. So how did that go? Like, let's say it was, like, May 2nd, and you guys are getting ready, like, to do the deed and, you know, tie the knot. That is really, you're like, we gotta wait two days before no. we make it official. We actually met, like, a week or so before that. Um, okay. I think, so May the 4th, there would have been, uh, yeah, we met, like, three days, three or four days before my birthday, which is on the 29th of April. And then, okay. so we were dating within about a week, 10 days-ish. And then I was like, we're dating, official, on Facebook. And then I was like, wait, it's May the 4th. Ha-ha! <laughs> like, unintentional nerd win. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'm like, the, the only thing I got going on is, uh, I the only reason why I remember our anniversary is November 1st, because on our first date that marked our, uh, you know, November 1st is we immediately went to Walmart and started buying uh, Halloween costumes for half off. And that's the only reason why, I, like, I, I got, I have a banana suit that I treasure <laughs> to this day that, that marks the beginning of our relationship because we went in there and bought, like, also, I was dressed in a full on, uh, business suit. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, I want to impress you for my first date. <laughs> she's like, she's like <laughs> I'm a in a t-shirt. interview. Don't you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the application process, uh, honey. Uh, can I call you that? That's the first question. Uh, <laughs> pretty good. Uh, Seems like it so went pretty for, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Six, seven years later, we're doing hot. Uh, so something weird happened over on my mother's end. Uh, she's living by herself over in, uh, you know, undisclosed location here. Uh, that way I don't have the rabid fanboys go after her. Uh, and she has been wanting to play some video games. Uh, this is her first time in the wild living by, uh, presumably herself. And, uh, she missed it. She used to play video games with me when I was a kid. You know, back in the PlayStation 1, uh, Super Nintendo era, we would play, you know, Crash Team Racing together. Uh, we'd take turns playing Spyro, uh, Super Mario World and the like. And she's missing it. She's been wanting to play it for the holidays. And I decided that I wanted to help her out. The problem with that is, is she first said Donkey Kong Country and Super Mario World, which, you know, uh, which was surprising because Donkey Kong Country is hard as shit after, like, you know, the first world, especially yeah. for somebody who's never played video games before. And so I'm like, okay, so I got two easy options, technically, and then we can go into a, a plethora of dark deeds. Uh, the first one was getting her a, a NES, SNES uh, classic. Problem with that, though, is uh, being Christmas time, not only are they sold out, you can find them on Amazon with Prime for triple the price. Ooh. We're talking, we're talking like $150, $180. And it's like, I love my mom. I love her. 
but it would break my heart playing triple the retail price for this thing. And it's like, yeah. and my, like I keep telling her, just get her a Raspberry Pi. She'll figure it out. <laughs> and the other option was to get her a Nintendo Switch. Uh, the problem is, though, since she doesn't have internet yet, she wouldn't be able to really use the online. She'd have to go to a fucking McDonald's just so she can get, you know, uh, a Super Nintendo, uh, the collection. Yeah. And... Other games that she mentioned was Spyro and CTR and stuff, and so I'm thinking, well, there's no physical way for me to get her that, except for one, because of weird circumstances of nostalgia being done by a lot of people. And so I made a very weird jump and hooked my mom up with a PlayStation 4. I don't even think she's seen a PS3 before. Uh, <laughs> I, she she might have owned a PS2 back in the day for the DVD player, but to give her what is technically a current-gen console really scared me because I didn't know what kind of power I was giving her with it. And uh, last I knew, she hasn't like full-on left the house since she got it, and I'm really scared now. She's been doing duos in Fortnite this whole time, just <laughs> killing kids. Just killing kids. <laughs> she's out there dabbing and stuff. Just like She's gonna be the know. new gaming grandma. Like She's just gonna like own the internet. Like... <laughs> oh, jeez. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I'd uh, I, I, I would love to live that dream. Like I said, she doesn't have internet, so, you know, uh, maybe, you know, doing, like, land parties or some shit. I don't... Oh, but my God. What games did I you hook her up with, too, with it? So, the bundle, uh, there's a special deal where it comes with uh, God of War, The Last of Us, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, man, what a good bundle. Holy it crap. It was a holiday bundle, and it sold ridiculous numbers. I believe it. Well, Last of Us got one game of the decade, didn't it? I'm, I'm sure it From did some somewhere. Outlets. I was yeah. going to say. Uh, the wow. problem is, though, my mom probably won't play a shooter game. Uh, but Or, you know, a first-person aim kind of game. So Horizon Zero Dawn and The Last of Us might fall short on her. Plus, <laughs> uh, if I'm a chicken shit about horror games... I get it from my mom, and she has it, like, twofold. So, I, like, even God of War, she might try, but it'll probably be intimidating for her. So, I didn't expect her to play those games. In fact, I have no idea. Are those games actually pre-downloaded, or are they codes? In that bundle, uh, I would yeah. assume they're codes. Yeah. Which means she can't even download them right now, which <laughs> sucks. So, what's probably going to happen is I'm going to ask uh, her for those codes, and uh, maybe I'll, like, get buy her a third game or something like that, and just... You should get, like, the Spyro Collection or something like that. Like, something like that would be a really cool game, it sounds like. Because that's one of the games you guys played together, right? Right. So, the two games I actually bought for her in conjunction for this was the Spyro Trilogy, uh, the HD Collection. Which, she she played the hell out of the first one, and she loved the third one. She hasn't played Ripto Rage. And I also got her uh, CTR Nitro Refueled, or whatever it's called. Yep. So she is living, you know, the 2000s, or sorry, technically in the 90s? Oh, yeah. I think, late 90s? Yeah, I'm going to say <laughs> late 90s. Uh, she's reliving, you know, 20 years ago all over again. My heart will go on. She she loves the shit out of it. And uh, Nick in the chat is correcting me. Those aren't first-person games, Tyler. Those are, in fact, third-person games for uh, Last of Us and all that. You're right. I'm sorry. I was going to say screw you, but I want you to actually come visit. So, uh... Yeah, it's been a hell of a time. My mom's bonding over video games, and I'm afraid she's going to come see me and kick my ass uh, with, like, Tiny Tiger or some shit. And uh, <laughs> curious to see how that's going to go. Uh, I wrapped up uh, Christmas planning, which was interesting. I got to uh, buy, you know, the last bits of stuff for everybody. And I am nearly broke. It is almost scary to say that, but, like, uh, <laughs> I hit the point to where it's like, 
do I want to spend money on this? You know, it's it's like when you're hitting the, the end of the buffet where it's like, I could eat this, but <laughs> should, should I? Should I? <laughs> should I? Always. You got to get your money's worth, dude. The buffet, you just go wild, right? Yeah, you need Absolutely, five servings yes. and you need to okay. drink seven yeah. sodas or they don't lose any money. If you're not in yeah. the bathroom afterwards, you lose. Yeah. I say if you can't, if you don't need to clean your pinky, then something happened. Like you, oh. you goofed up. Yeah. Oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> Galaxy brain evil. That's dangerous. No. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm not supporting bulimia. That's terrible. I goofed up. Oh, that. I didn't get it. I was like, are you? <laughs> I like, thought you were going somewhere like, else too. He got a. I thought you were like, yeah. yeah. That's. I was like, what are you doing you with clean your pinky? It out, dude. He's <laughs> cleaning. Oh. He's going to the cleaners. Oh. That's what I thought. Oh I was God. like, you. I mean, I've heard of a, bra- a green thumb before, but a brown pinky. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, guys. You put that, you inceptioned that into our brains. You. <laughs> Listen, it's not our faults that our mind goes to pinky and butthole, okay? <laughs> that's just that's just a symptom of the times, really. <laughs> Maybe this is one of those uh, Freudian tests at that point, like, or you know, the level <laughs> of psychology, it's like, you, you develop like maybe an oral attraction versus you know at different times of year versus uh, I think it's anal very early on and uh, I think you guys uh, stuck at heart at a certain point in life uh, all pun intended and uh, well now hold on I don't know if you want to do anal very early on that's that's an entirely different <laughs> in some states that's illegal as uh Beto, hi Beto. Uh, I believe he's uh one of your cool cats, right? He's yeah. one of my boys. That's Zegan. Wait, Vito? Yeah. Uh, Beto. Beto oh, guy. He's uh, in the Are chat he's saying people? we're all children here, which is a very dangerous thing to say. It is. It does not does uh, not make it not true. I missed what he said. What did he say? Uh we are all children here. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. 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 So we're we're, we're gonna press on because this is in fact I'm, I'm, I'm getting scared because something's going on over on camp side and it's, it's freaking me the fuck out. Is that one of those things okay. where I'm like going, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> We saved a clip of one of our streams once, Cam, where I just like kept talking, but my video froze and then looped on me going, it was, and they just like, Nick and him just started cracking up and I was like, what is going on? And they're like, we have to clip this. It was pretty great. Yep. Is everything uh, okay, so, le- yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm scared. Uh, so, this is a video game podcast, uh, Shocker, so we probably should be <laughs> talking it? about video games. No. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we talked about uh, psych. <laughs> okay, yes, yes. I should say for the record, uh, we talked about it last episode, I just want to give a quick update. I got the fucking shiny Charmander. Woo! And I saw it on Twitter. I, I retweeted it. I, I got the fucking shiny Charmander. Uh, I immediately traded it to my wife, and she's happy. My head remains intact. I don't have to shave my fucking head. I don't need to wonder trade off my beloved perfect IV Pikachu. That was the wager. That was uh, a bit forced, but yes. Oh man. Uh, either either I get her a sh- uh, shiny Charmander by Christmas, or I do all sorts of atrocities. Yeah, and it it, uh, it, it, it wouldn't. Was shiny hunting <laughs> yeah. and sword and shield one of them? Uh, one of, one of the yes. options was that he just had to keep doing it and, and even past <laughs> even past the odds, you know. I mean, talk about one atrocity. Five twelve, yeah. <laughs> forcing it, it someone to well. shiny hunt. 
Around the circle you go, hatch more eggs, boy. <laughs> oh. Can you imagine, Cam, you're finally starting to wrap up. You're having a good time with Pokemon, but you're seeing that maybe it's time that you're going to slow down, stop it. I couldn't it. imagine maybe- that, no. No, I, I figured as much, but I figured, you know, maybe there was a shot in the, the dark here. I was finally going to put the game down and actually go and play something else. I was wanting to play Death Stranding uh, a little bit more than that. I put yeah, it down. Yeah, see the I- uh, collector's edition behind you. <laughs> oh, see the little baby right yeah, there. BB's back there. That's a little baby. Uh, but I made a commitment that I announced that I was going to give up on, a.k.a. getting the shiny Charmander to give to my wife for Christmas. And that fuck who can't defend himself right now because he's on the other side of the world because he's side of the travel Bye. for the holidays decided to initiate a challenge alongside Glenn who will happily gold- goad on anything that doesn't affect him directly to actually continue with this. Otherwise, you know, I get shamed to hell and back. And <laughs> it was awesome. So I had to spend, uh, you know, another 10, 15, 20 hours to get this fucking Pokemon, and it, it's just, it sucked, and I hated it, and <laughs> I have not touched Pokemon since. Uh, it's It scared me off. I got my first shiny in 20 years, so I, I'm happy. So yeah, now you can just put it away and, like, wash your hands, right? And you're all set? You're good. Yeah, I could. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, look, competitive play looks like dog shit right now, so I- it Sure I, does. So I think I'm going to stay away from that, especially considering, like, the one game mechanic that's supposed to define it, the Dynamaxing, was agreed upon by most competitive players. It should be banned. So yeah. there's there's that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite broken. Feature. Yeah, yeah, Don't the Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing got banned on Smogon, which is, like, where the competitive tiers kind of come from, uh, because it right. was just way too unbalanced. It was getting to the point where a single Pokemon could paralyze, like, a third of your team, which is usually against that rule set, and some Pokemon had usage stats that were much higher than Landorus T last generation, and he was supposed to be taken out because of how bad he was and stuff like that. Everyone was complaining about that. Now we have, like, seven or eight with usage stats that high. Sword and Shield meta is like, ugh. It's, yeah. it's intimidating. I got yeah. the team. I got half of them properly EV trained. Actually, I got four of the six uh, properly EV trained all set up, but it's like, I'm looking at it in the game itself, even if you're just playing by yourself against like the battle tower, you only use three Pokemon, four if you're doing 2v2, so it's like, there's no point having a whole team unless you want to go for versatility, and mm. I'm scared to go online, and it's just going to be everybody with that fucking uh, legendary dragon, poison dragon, and uh, it's just like, what's the point? You know, they're going to Dynamax, they're going to tear through me, and it's like, I just I just want to have fun, and I don't see it happening. But yeah, yeah, that's uh, why uh, you got to do things like Showdown, where you can just pre-make your team in a second and fight people who yeah. actually, like, kind of know what they're doing and stuff, and yeah, you can play in the tiers and all that good good stuff. I love just doing, like, random battling back in the day. Uh, Pokemon mm-hmm. Showdown is, like, a very underappreciated resource for people who just want to play Pokemon battles, and it stinks that they don't get the chance to actually play it. Uh, but if anybody wants to, you know, they're like, what the fuck we're talking about? Go Google Pokemon Showdown, try it, it's free, and you'll love it. Yep. It's, it's, it's hmm. awesome. It's what, uh, every competitive player uses. Like, when they play in actual leagues and stuff like that, they train on Pokemon Showdown. It's just optimal. <laughs> yep. It's, uh, it's what I did when I wanted to train for, uh, to be a gym leader on a Pokemon Minecraft server <laughs> gym leader. Yeah. Nice. I'm doing one uh, of those right now. I'm playing Pixelmon, actually. Are you really? Uh, yeah, actually, it's Beto's server. He's in chat, so. Oh, oh, shit. Well, uh, 
<laughs> Shout out to Beto's uh, Pixel Monster. For- <laughs> nice. So, Cam, what have you been playing this week? Uh, it looks oh, like boy. you have a, a hell of an assortment. Yeah, and this isn't everything either. This is just kind of the important <laughs> stuff because there's plenty of stuff that was smaller that I tried out just for a couple of you know points of conversation. I uh, beat Death Stranding. So once that was kind of over, that was my last of the like review games. I could move to my comfy December games. So I'm playing Empire at War, Star Wars Empire at War. Uh, mods of that, obviously. Playing some Minecraft, Pixelmon, obviously. Uh, beat Halo Reach and playing Skyrim. And then also playing some Neverwinter Nights, which is actually in the enhanced edition what I picked the? up on Switch. Yeah, nice. it's the enhanced edition. That's I picked right, it up on that Switch. came out recently. I'm not sure how recently the Switch version came out is the only thing, but basically how it works is uh, GameStop right now, where I live in Rhode Island, has a test market program, which is a rental service through GameStop, and you can rent new games there and switch them out, but you can only rent new games. So I had Death Stranding out, decided what I wanted to switch it for. I was looking for Eye of the Somnium files on Switch, actually, but I wanted a Switch game, and I just ended up settling on Neverwinter, because I'm like, hey, Christmas, all right, winter, that works, Neverwinter, cool. (laughs) Christmas forever. Uh, Yeah. Checks out. Yeah, but the big one has been just finishing Death Stranding that in the last like week. That was that was the really big one, obviously. The rest are just oh, kind of like man. ongoing, like, yeah, I've played this a bunch. I play it every December, no big deal. I I, I totally feel it, man. I, I wanna get back to Death Stranding, but I feel like it's like I need I need a fucking week off. I just wanna just sit there and play and burn through it. But it feels like if I try to play that for more than five hours, I'm gonna get like mentally bogged. Yeah, that was, I think, this year, and maybe maybe in the last few years, that was the most challenging game for me, not from a sense of difficulty, but from a sense of, like, challenging myself, I guess, where that game was not at all catered towards the things I like. It was actually, subjectively, a lot of things I disliked, but I was able to recognize the, the like, kind of more so objective quality in it and respect that, so I'm kind of playing it to see that and removing myself from the situation, so that was the really hard part for me was kind of being like, okay, I know I don't like these things, but I see how well they're made, and right. kind of balancing those two things and trying to sit there for more than a couple hours at a time and really get through it was the uh, challenging part for me, for sure. I guess the big the question is... In it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do, do you think that uh, like the majority of people like it? Uh, the things uh, that you're uh, not feeling? Um, I think that I think it's definitely, like, that's a game where I expect maybe 10% of the people who bought it to actually finish it, and it's honestly the more coherent of Kojima's stories. Once you get to the actual endpoint and you you hear everything, it explains itself pretty well compared to any Metal Gear Solid game, honestly. Uh, I think it's, uh, I think most people, it's, it's kind of divisive, and even amongst critics it's divisive, so I can't really say that most people will like it. I think it's actually going to be pretty split uh, based on what you like. You know, if you can sit back and enjoy like Amazon delivery, obviously Uh, that's the joke. But if you can really sit back and enjoy that gameplay, like you do get access to more tools later on and those let you handle things with much more care and much easier. But if you can't get through chapter three, that's the hard part right there is the chapter three of the game. Like if you kind of fall off at chapter three, you might not want to pick that up again. Oh man, that's intimidating. I'm not sure where, what chapter I'm at actually. Uh, here, I'll tell you where I'm at, which is going to be probably obscure yeah. as shit, and you'll be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Okay, yeah, what, at- have you, what city are you at, actually, the best way to explain it? Like, where have you gotten? Uh, I don't know what the city is, but it's like the first actual city after you leave the main town. I, okay. Uh, was, I was getting ready to... I did the first outpost, I did the second outpost, and then I was about to deliver to the third outpost. 
I think that's Lake Knot. Yes. Lake Knot City? Yes. Yeah, Lake Knot, I think that is. I think that's before Chapter 3. Chapter 3 gets you to this rocky terrain area, and it's the longest chapter by far, and not much story happens. You kind of just do a lot of deliveries back-to-back, and it gets uh, grueling. The terrain's very annoying. There's a lot of big ravines that you can't cross easily unless you have equipment, so if you fall down them, you're done for a while, and you have to crawl yourself out. Uh, It's really just a a big slog of a chapter. That's that's good to know. Good. Cool. Yeah, but it really goes fast, because the thing that gets a lot of people is, like, that's chapter three, and of course people don't know, like, what comes afterwards, because every chapter afterwards is a lot quicker, and there's 15 chapters, so it's a long game. It's like, uh, it's like, um, for most people, gonna be like a 40-hour game for sure. Okay, okay. Uh, anything else you've been playing to, uh, wrap up the end of the year? Uh, no, just, um, like I said, Star Wars, you know, I'm a big Star Wars mark myself, so I've been playing a lot of Empire War, play that every holiday season, uh, there's a lot of fun mods for that on Steam, obviously, like Thrawn's Revenge is a really big one that overhauls the game, adds a bunch of extended universe factions and things like that, uh, so just that, and then Pixelmon, of course, have been my mainstays last, uh, last couple days. I'm doing a quick test here because, uh, I noticed that, uh, things were getting a little bit choppy over in your end cam, and, uh, maybe it was the same when you were talking to me, uh, you look a lot better now. Yeah, you guys do too. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, oh man, uh, Glenn, Glenn, yeah. uh, can, can you give me your hot uh, World of Warcraft classic uh, update? Well, I, uh, I'm not. I've not been on the uh, the PvP train as hard as some people. Uh, I think on my server, Blame, um, the day I think it was the day the PvP came out because it's like it's been out for about ten days to two weeks, something like that. So I've been playing it okay. kind of off and on, because um, Alterac Valley and uh, the other one that's like basically capture the flag are both out, and um, I think the the highest amount of honor in one day on the opening day on my server, somebody got two hundred and fifty seven thousand honor in a single day from the PVP. That sounds like a lot. Uh, how it's- much did you get? Um, I have gotten in total since those games came out somewhere around 40 or 50,000. So, um, but the thing about it is, is that it's always on a sliding scale based on the overall amount of honor that has been earned. So, Hmm. like, I know somebody that got 100,000 honor, 120,000 honor in a week, and he barely climbed half of a rank because so many people have gotten honor that that much honor really doesn't mean anything. It's a drop in a bucket. Um, so, so it's based off of uh, you said a uh, sliding average essentially. So it, unless people catch up with him, uh, there's uh, progress is going to be mm-hmm. and everyone decays. So they don't play if you don't play over time. Like I'm up to rank three, and I've got like something like 480 or 500 kills or something like that, plus the honor that I've earned with the factions through the PvP events, and then um, my buddy has somewhere in the range of 2,500 kills. And he is j- the same rank as me, just halfway through that rank. And I'm like, wow, okay, so it really is impossible to hit rank 14 in this, unless you legitimately just grind the hell out of it. So, that's been fun to play on and off, just with friends. Um, obviously not trying for anything, because I'm never going to be that dedicated. <laughs> um, and then Stardew Valley, just really enjoying that, because Stardew Valley is, I love the new update on it. He killed it. Um, also, I found the, the the joy of the scythe mod and being able to gather with the scythe. <laughs> it's getting uh, ported to Tesla, you know. It is? Yeah, it I just came out that. today. 
I didn't understand what that meant when he tweeted <laughs> that. I was like, they're porting it to Tesla. I saw Elon tweeted about Stardew Valley. What does that even mean? Yeah, so the Tesla cars, the cars themselves, because they're f- working on f- like self-driving and technology such as that, they put Cuphead on it and they're putting Stardew Valley on it as well. So it's something you where play you can Stardew actually on, play like, it. the console? Yeah, you play it in your car, in your Tesla. That's not a distraction or anything. <laughs> it only works when you're stopped or if self-driving is on. So what? Like, is there a controller in the wheel? So whenever you had a red light, you're like, I'm get my fucking parsnips. Fuck this. Yeah, I what the controller is, but yeah. there's something. There's something. It's either Maybe it's USB like the or iPad controls or something like that too. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I did not know what that meant. So thank you for clearing that up. I was like, what are <laughs> no you talking problem. about, Elon? Are you high? Like, <laughs> we're putting a game on the car. What? Yeah. Okay. I mean, always. Yes, he's high always, but that doesn't mean that he's not doing those things also. You know? Yeah. <laughs> true. That is true. Um, Mine's- and lastly, I'm hoping to play soon and be able to kind of talk a little more about Arizona Sunshine, because I have a friend who kind of brought it up to me, uh, my buddy who I let borrow the PlayStation VR. So uh, if he gets the VR, I will also get Arizona Sunshine and play that with him and... Uh, hopefully be able to give a little bit of review on it because from everything I've seen, I think we talked a little earlier, Cam, you said it's a pretty well-reviewed game. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I haven't played it myself, but I remember when I got my PSVR, uh, my friends and I were talking back and forth about it as an option. So, yeah. It would be nice to get me interested back in the PSVR for a gaming reason because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sick of using <laughs> PSVR to watch virtual reality porn because that's all it's been used for <laughs> and it's frustrating oh, it's man. amazing yeah it's, it is an incredible darkness that you know Sony is like yeah I guess you can do it it is the uh, most comfortable VR headset I've ever worn it is fantastic the design on it that's good because that's the only one I've worn so far I, I kind of wanted to get my hands on the Oculus but yeah you know, see, see what that's Ooh. like, especially the uh, Oculus Go. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, because yeah. they have hand mapping now, so you don't even have to have controls. It just looks at your hands and then sees what they're doing and does that in-game. That could be dangerous depending on the game, I guess. Uh, the way you did this, and it's like, okay, well, I'm see, interested. Listen, I, just, I just remember when I, when I turned on No Man's Sky with the, th- with the, the VR port, and I played it day one, and it was terrible for the VR. But, like... I remember grabbing it and holding the because I have the the move controllers and I squeezed the control the triggers and it went rah, rah, and I was like ha ha honk honk so I'm I I am I probably do need to get back on that and play it again because I love No Man's Sky but I also found out that apparently um, if you want to have because there's issues with the old save files. Um, in No Man's Sky, and if you want to not deal with those issues, you have to restart a new save. And I'm like, really? What's the point of porting it over and allowing it to be all shared if I've got 300 hours in this character, and now I gotta restart? I've got all S-tier ships with an S-tier freighter and 900 things that I can send out in like 15 planets with giant bases on them, and now I gotta restart so I can play in VR? Or I can just play with the giant 90-inch screen and just with my controller. You know, like, I don't know. So, uh, Glenn, let me ask. When did you get on No Man's Sky? Like, did you were there from the beginning or did you go with the next update or where was it? 2016, yeah. I was one of the early guys, yeah. Because it launched with the PlayStation. It was a launch title, right? It was with uh, with the VR of the PlayStation, you mean? I think it was a PS4 launch title, wasn't it? 
No, no, because I remember it being shown off at PlayStation Experience for like three years before it actually came out. I think it was 2015 or 16 it first came out. Okay, yeah. I just remember it was, I liked it, but it was pretty Yeah, when it had the problems and, <laughs> and the, the, next and the came out, saying like, things. Yeah. Yes. Next, well, that's been it, a huge redemption story, that whole the thing. best. It's like uh, my big, my favorite football team is Kansas State University. Yeah. They were called Futility U for a long time, the worst college <laughs> football team in the history of college football, and Bill Snyder had the best turnaround in college football history. That is No Man's Sky in the video game yeah. world. You like, gotta give respect. Unbelievably, yeah. And they so, just, now they have cities and people are making music. They have music making machines in the game, so people are like crafting like No Man's Sky beats. And I'm just like, <laughs> yes! Yeah, lo-fi hip hop beats made in No Man's Sky. Yeah, That's it's like techno right beats. It's almost got a little bit of a like a beats to explore oh, planets too, like cyberpunk or uh, Tron Legacy sort of yeah, feel yeah. to it. Yeah. So if you had to pick between uh, these following two games for the best redemption story of uh, the decade, uh, there might be more contenders if you can think of. Uh, so far, I got No Man's Sky and Destiny. Uh, FF14 as a contender. Okay, yep, a fantasy, or a Realm Reborn was... Uh, yeah, Realm Reborn one. specifically, because the whole story there was it launched as Final Fantasy fourteen as a 1.0, and mm-hmm. the game was so bad, and it was such a problem that they actually that they nuked it, recalled it, it, made it again, and released it. Like, they That's actually the one where they like, the drove around game. in the car and stuff, right? They did do that at one point for, like, a marketing there campaign. There was a car? Remember, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, isn't it for the sake of the story they Oh, you're talking about... Like- you're talking about in the game. No, that's 15, I think you're thinking. That was 15? There. Okay. Yeah, 14. I haven't an played MMO. any Final Fantasy yeah. since 10. So it's been a minute. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Riku. FF14 marketing campaign. And I was like, yeah, I think they might have taken a car around once they were launching. <laughs> I know there were a couple events where. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that. So if I remember correctly, they showed 14 a, a Realm Reborn by showing, hey, this is what happened in the first game. Yeah. Then, like a fucking meteor happened, and it, that's all gone. Don't worry, guys. They're all dead. Maybe. Yep. Yep. Uh, so here's they canonically, they canonically ended the world in the first version of Final Fantasy fourteen. They lost, like all the characters lost. They ended the world and then started it again for Realm Reborn. But it was a complete. It was the same game, just remade entirely. And that's a redemption story. I think that's worthy of consideration for sure. Is that like the video game equivalent of what happened with the dinosaurs? Then, like, like uh, dinosaur and maiden were like. Jesus Christ, these things are everywhere, and they're just shitting at it. Okay, comment button. <laughs> there goes a uh, comment, and then boom, they're gone. If they made Dinosaurs 2, if they then, after the comment, made Dinosaurs again, but cooler, then <laughs> that'd be right. reborn. That'd be sick. <laughs> yeah. That's how we got, uh, Cam, what's the term? Setai? What are you thinking Power of? Power Rangers for the, uh, the Sentai. Numbers. Sentai, sorry. Uh, yeah, I was like, where are you going with this? Yeah, that's how uh, Z-Ranger happened. I was going to say, uh, dinosaurs, but mechaform. <laughs> I have uh, all of the, anyway. the, the original Zords back in my house in Kansas. Those are worth a lot of money. No, Just a heads not. up. Really? Yeah. I even have the I turtle sold, uh, and the tiger and the falcon from the movie. Yeah, I sold all mine for like uh, $600, $700. Well, yeah. the funny thing is they're not the most valuable thing in my house. Fun fact, weird story. This is another Star Wars thing, and I apologize. My no, great-grandmother... Got, you know, box toppers? Apparently they had coupons on the back of all toys for a very long time. My great-grandmother would buy them for the coupons, cut them with an X-Acto knife out, and then put the toys 
in a box. So she has oh. every sing. She had when when she passed away. She gave my dad every single original action figure in the box. Oh boy! So he yeah, has like lot. the cantina. He's got Luke. He's got all of these things just in a box. And I was like, Dad, just can I have one? You don't even really like Star Wars that much. Like I'm a huge nerd, and you, I mean, granted, he also and has masters like, in computer yeah. sciences. He's kind of a nerd too, but like, definitely not as hard as I am. And he was like, "Nope, they're mine." And I was like, "Yeah, okay." That's his retirement fund. <laughs> I'm trying to remember uh, okay, there was a toy <laughs> that uh, it broke my heart, but it was also funny as shit. Where uh, they released a Star Wars action figure of, uh, I think it was either Anakin or Luke's mom uh, post burning house scene. <laughs> And it was just this charred corpse, and it was that has to be a just, joke, right? I might it, have it, seen that if it was it part of the Aunt Beru, Uncle Owen. Like, I think it was like there was. It might have been a joke, but it was a real like mock up somewhere where it was the Aunt Beru, Uncle Owen, like house on fire, like post on fire, charred up, and there were some stormtroopers with it, and there was a body. I think I remember that too, like the charred skeleton or whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's terrible. It's 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 fucked up, but I said that like you had everything. It's like, do you have Aunt Peru? Uh, over on on my end, uh, I have been playing more Halo Reach. I was hoping to beat the game with uh, Nikhil, but uh, it didn't quite work out. We just didn't have the time. But at the same time, I'm playing through the campaign again with uh, Brandon and uh, Nick in the chat. And it's like Super Goon Squad. It's not, like we're being a bunch of goons just going around and, you know, oh, I accidentally stuck you with this grenade. <laughs> just getting <laughs> completely drunk and like... Good old press, Halo. Press Love escape it. to forgive. Press X the boot. And it's like triple boot. <laughs> but uh been having a good time with that. And I've been wanting to get into a game that... Pokemon Sword left me in a burnout state, like the kind where it's like you just don't want to play video games anymore, especially with the whole shiny hunting thing. <laughs> and I I needed to learn to love again, and so I decided to pick up Stardew Valley again. Uh, it's, I was going to try to play it on the PC, but I found a different platform that I'm really enjoying it on. I'm playing it on the Switch now. And oh. being able to take it and play it on the road when I'm, you know, driving and, or I guess riding, preferably not driving. Uh, this, I don't have a Tesla. <laughs> but I mean, well, if is, you want it, to talk with is me. Is it multiplayer now on, on, uh, Switch 2? Like, I know that yeah, it's not on mobile yet, but it's, it's, it's multiplayer there too, and they have the four corners update. I would imagine. It, it is, uh, multiplayer on the Switch. Yes, you can play multiplayer. Cool. Good. But, it's weird because, you know, the wife's like, hey, if you want to play with us for an hour uh, on PC, I'm like, you guys are in fall of, like, year two. I don't want to play with you right I I got fucking, you know, blueberries to grow here. Uh, you know, and <laughs> playing on the Pro Controller is super nice, but yeah. I've sunk in maybe about 15, 20 hours on the Switch and having a good time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been my week. It's been my week. So... Let's move over to the modular segment, and uh, this one's an interesting one. This is a <laughs> kind of Christmas, or should we be politically correct and say holiday? I, uh, it's, it's, I mean, there's insane. only one holiday that has this concept, I'm pretty sure. I True. Am, I am celebrating yeah. Christmas, personally. But. Okay. So, uh, if you are of a faith that does not celebrate Christmas, I'd like to say thank you for respecting uh, you know, the world and all that. Yeah, enjoy uh, the days off work, dude. Yeah, for real. And uh, just think of it as your equivalent of Santa in this question. Anyways, Santa thinks you've been naughty. 
and instead of Cole is giving you your worst game from this decade, oh. you must play it to 100% completion <laughs> or 100 hours, whichever comes that. first. Didn't read that. What is your sack of coal game? Uh, am I allowed to make a rabbit's joke? Uh, I'll sure, make a rabbit's joke for 100, please. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this is your uh, one game that you don't want to play for 100 hours or complete to 100%, whatever comes first. Yeah, so any rabbit's game. I would, I would hate sorry, that. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. What's rabbit's? start with what is. Thank you. Uh, what is any rabbit's game? Uh, FF14, the original version that I mentioned earlier, because that was a piece of crap. Uh, Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom would be pretty terrible. Would be pretty terrible to have to play is for 100 hours. Is it a Sonic hours. game? Yeah, it's a Sonic game, oh, yeah. and it's one that came out on like show. the Wii U in like 2014. The TV show's alright. Good writing. Yeah, man. I, say, I love the TV show, especially with uh, the way they treat Dr. Eggman. Oh. Yeah, but the game great. is uh, not great, very broken, and uh, if we're gonna go, I mean, if we're gonna go really bottom of the barrel, probably the Ghostbusters game, the 2016 Ghostbusters game. Really? If I had to play that for 100 hours, I'd probably just like, you know, jump off a bridge instead or something. I mean, you could complete it for, like, uh, the Platinum, hopefully less than 100 no. hours. Right? No, that's okay. No, that's okay. Oh. I'd rather eat it. No. You just sit there on the title screen for 100 hours and just stare at it? Yeah, I, you know what? If I can do that, that'd be better, I think. Yeah, I'm just... Oh. Maybe Damn. I can, like, do I have to actively play it, or can I, like, be on my phone looking at the title screen? What do you think? I, I think it would have to be something where you're actively, like, uh, at least looking at the screen, since, uh... You know, if you were the same Metal Gear Solid 4 or something like that, you'd be, you know, shit, shit out of luck because of the fucking cutscenes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as long as you're actively participating in it, I think would probably be the big thing. Okay, yeah, I'd have to go for those because, like, you could go Anthem or Mass Effect Andromeda, but, like, at the end of the day, I could still probably enjoy myself to some extent in those. Like, I've played them before, both of them, but it's like, I could probably survive if I had to play 100 hours of those, but these ones are like, no, no, please, anything else, anything else. I just imagine you just sitting there with eyes glazed, staring at the screen for a hundred hours for like that, that like the ten hour challenge, except taking one step up, just hearing. <laughs> Crying, you know, yeah, you eyes do. bleeding. <laughs> the eyes are bleeding blood at this point because they're dried up. You don't like Anthem and Mass Effect Andromeda? Yeah, no. Oh, I loved those games. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> EA has not been making good games recently. <laughs> no, here, here's the thing. I thought Andromeda was a good start to an interesting story, and then they were like, we're not going to support it. It didn't make enough money. That's not the developer's fault. That's EA's fault for being money-grubbing Yeah, punks. it's always EA's fault and most then, of the time. Bioware was basically cannibalized by them. Yeah, and then freaking Rest I, piece, I like the gameplay and the class. Like I loved Anthem. They just they just needed more. But once again, I think that was wasn't that one of those things where they were like, "Hey, we don't like this. Change it last minute, minute." And they came in. And they were like, "Uh, okay." Yeah, I thought so, that, like, that a was bunch my of stuff, perception, but kind of, kind of. Because yeah. what kind of happened to Bioware is the Bioware that made Mass Effect series, the original Mass Effect series, and everything before that kind of doesn't exist anymore. Uh, all of those devs left and they were hiring new talent that didn't have too much experience and they were kind of taken under EA's wing to make these games so mm -hmm. you run into a situation where in both those cases with Andromeda and especially with Anthem with the content level that was in Anthem kind of like what you complained about the problem was it had already upon release been kind of pegged as one of the worst games of the decade like you could look up lists of most disappointing games of the tw 2010s and I guarantee you Andromeda and Anthem will be on both like anyone you look oh, up oh man uh, because Metacritic wise like critically any players they were like oh god no no thanks I got no. into um 
I got into the the beta, like one of the early access versions of Anthem and played around uh, before it came out. And like, I agree where it's like the very basic level. This is why these are games where I felt like I wouldn't put them on this list because I can get some enjoyment out of them. Where yeah. Anthem especially, I feel like felt okay. But the problems were all underneath the surface with how the weapon system worked and how the damage counting worked and stuff like that. There were kind of some flaws in there which made it so. I remember one of the big problems, and we found this out about a month in, was that it didn't matter how the damage scaled and how the numbers worked with what armor you would put on. It was actually optimal to take off all your armor and use the default gun because there was an error in how it counted damage. And so like, while it appeared to be doing more damage, it actually wasn't with higher level weapons and it just made the whole progression pointless. And it was, it was like a whoa, big controversy. Oh, that makes me so mad. <laughs> I put so much time into that game just being like, yeah, I love the gameplay. I'm super excited hey. to get new things. You know how many times I did that last level? Yeah. Just over and over and over grinding for legendaries. Terrible, terrible drop rates. But, but yeah, anyway. Even even knowing that, though, your enjoyment didn't go away. So, True. you know, it it's still there. It's still yeah. there. So doesn't like, you, you don't lose that. I sent something to the Discord just so you could see. I've loved Mass Effect for a very long time to a point where I made my own Shepard cosplay, you know, like... Nice, yeah, I see so that. That's a good one. I, yeah, it makes me very sad that it's thought of, so that, that it's, at least with Mass Effect, that it's thought of that way, because... Yeah. Wait, is that you? Yeah. Wow, you, you got hair. Yeah, I did, I did, I had hair. <laughs> that was like, let me see when this You look like a, a younger version of Ryan Reynolds, like... Be War has changed another or something. Awesome. Yeah, no, hair makes a big difference. Uh, I'll sure another, does. Yeah, um, I'll send another photo, but don't worry about it. I'll yeah, you'll see. Someone actually sent me a photo on the internet. I did not create this photo. It's a photo of me next to Ryan Gosling, and we <laughs> look like fucking brothers. It's disgusting. Oh, my God. That's funny. Uh, I know, like, the people on stream, you can only see part of this, and I'm so sorry. Uh, let me fix that for a hot second. I'm gonna try to, uh... <laughs> yeah, can we get whoops. that on screen? Can we get that last one on screen? <laughs> yes, we can. Let, let, let's... So, for the people who are listening to the stream, what the hell? Uh, like, the resemblance there. Is that... How much younger is Ryan Reynolds in that? That's crazy. Ryan Gosling? That's Gosling. Oh, is that... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosling, I'm That's sorry. That's the goose. Yeah, it's the, the goose, the man. Goose. Wait, just to make sure I understand, who did Venom? Venom? Neither. Yeah, Neither. that was, uh, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Tom Hardy. This is awkward. Yes. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I, I, man, this, this picture of you from Mass Effect, though, is impeccable. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, oh, Comic-Con in 2016, so it was only two or three years ago. I blame that's... it on this one job I did. Uh, I worked for a company called Instacart does grocery delivery service and it was unbelievably stressful very 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 frustrating and i spent a lot of time in los angeles traffic i blame my thinning hair on that job because it wasn't like it was always getting a little thinner and then it got really thin over like two years and then it just stopped it hasn't gotten thinner since i stopped working there <laughs> so that's uh one of the goals in the future is we found a really good hair restoration place we'll try to get to back to you know, nice. a nice full head of hair. I actually got a Dundee in college for most dynamic hair because I was always changing it and just doing funky stuff. I'd let it grow out and then I'd, you know, change it to a crazy faux hawk with a duck tail, which is just a tiny mullet, you know? And so, yeah, I had a lot of fun with hair and now it just doesn't exist. I wear hats a lot. <laughs> 
yeah, I'm in that uh, I'm in that process right now. It's going away and it's going away fast. So I'm gonna get like a year or two out of it and then just cut it all off and say whatever. I'm not gonna play that yep. game. That's what I usually yep. do is just buzz it now. Yeah. Just buzz, buzz, buzz. Just don't I worry think about I can it. pull I it off. I got a big ass forehead already. It's like if, if, if this sucker gets any bigger, I'm sorry. I love you, wife, but this shit has to go. Uh, like I, 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 I don't want to have you know the the monk. I, I don't want to have uh, you know a bald head. It's just I'm either gonna go shaved or I want a full you know maybe a wig at this point. I'll go wig. I'll go toupee. I'll you know, do what I have to. Do what you have to. <laughs> do, I like it. 2019. Do what you have to. Uh, hey man. <laughs> But enough about our thinning hairlines. Yeah. Yeah, Glenn, uh, what is your uh, Cole game? Well, you know, what game is Santa bringing you for being a naughty band? So I didn't, I read the thing and then I didn't see from this decade. And then I also didn't, I, that one doesn't even count either. Um, so mine doesn't count because I was like, uh, I, I, I think we talked about it earlier. I'm just not like a big, I, I'm not a picky eater. I'm not a picky person in general. Like I, I hang out with people that sometimes in my like like close to me that are like some people are like why do you hang out with them? And I'm like, because they're nice. And they're like they're terrible to you. And I'm like, yeah, but you know they're fine. They're fine. You know I'm just pretty simple and easy to please. So games don't like like you said Andromeda hated it. You didn't like it at all, you know? And, like, Anthem, I really liked it for a long time until it was, like, I was streaming it until it was a legitimately dead game on Twitch. Oh, you yeah. know, like, and so I'm very easy to please, and because of that, most games don't bother me. Um, but if we're going last decade, it's probably Dragon Age 2. Mm -hmm. As much as I love the Dragon Age series, um, Origins and Awakening and Inquisition are fantastic. Um, but Dragon Age 2 tried to be The Witcher 3, and yeah. it couldn't. Um, and it stuck you in a single city and made you be a character with a name and let you do some customization of the face, and that was it. Um, but, but The Witcher had, you know, books and two games prior that were, that made you a single character, so people were connected to Geralt, you know, and, but but Dragon Age didn't have that. You're just like, they're like, you're Hawk. And, what? I could, like, I think I got through that game in like 40 or 50 hours. Yep. But if I was forced to play that for a hundred, nope, nope. I got through it so that I could have my, my choices make a difference in Inquisition. That was all I did. Yeah. You know, I didn't I remember have that default choices. Um, I remember that always being a complaint because that was, I think that was very early. That might be, I don't know when that game came out, but I think it was right at the turn of the decade, if not like right something like, right like around that, there. Yeah, yeah, because it was pretty early. Inquisition on, was twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. I think it was fifteen. Was yeah. Inquisition. I think that was fifteen game of the year or fourteen game of the year. No, fifteen game of the year was Inquisition because fourteen was I think Shadows of Mordor at Game Awards or something like that. But yeah, mm. so I remember that being a thing back then. Where even two thousand eleven, like, I wasn't. There you go. Even when I wasn't super into games back then, because I kind of was in games when I was younger. I took a break and played mostly pc and then i got really into games later but like even in that between period i was hearing from friends like oh man dragon age 2 is a mess you know and all yeah. that stuff so well and they, to they went to a real out. hack and slash that before it was much more tactical you could be cautious you could avoid combat altogether you know at origins and awakening and they had this this beautiful story where consequences had effects that were long you know long down the road you'd be like oh yeah. my gosh i made this choice I can no longer do this thing, kind of like in Mass Effect, where like I get to Mass Effect 3 and I want to have this ending happen, 
you know, for like the end of this trilogy and a choice I made in Mass Effect 2 keeps it from happening. You know, that sort of stuff really resonated with me in Dragon Age 2. Just it was, I'm in a city, you know, I'm a guy. I don't know. Yeah. So, and, and it was super hack and slashy and I was just like, I didn't, it was satisfying. It was just, it didn't feel in, in line with the series. So. Right, right. It wasn't what you guys had expected. Yeah. They definitely got back to it in Inquisition though, because I put mm -hmm. 250 hours in Inquisition. It was... Oh, amazing so there you um, go but there's my game i think if we're talking about the last decade <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i don't have any games I i'd play <laughs> all of them happily for a hundred dollars oh so God, tyler i, I see I got that i see you've written some stuff down here tyler i i do see a couple games you've written down here tyler uh I'm I'm now i don't know if you I did didn't. that oh my God. i don't know if you did that because i was coming on or what but <laughs> So, I couldn't think of... I, I had three games that came to mind over the years, uh, and I couldn't choose between them. And thankfully, uh, Cam did the nice thing of picking multiple games as well, so I feel more vindicated in picking three games. There are three games that I realized that I could never play to completion or spend 100 hours on, you know, whatever uh, is worse. Uh, the first one is uh, maybe uh, Cammy understand, but maybe not so much Glenn. Uh, Paper Mario Color Splash for the Nintendo Wii U yeah, was uh, was a dark point in the Paper Mario game series for me. It felt like it was sinking lower and lower with the 3DS game and the yeah. NDS games, uh, with like the Toad searches and all that stuff. But it hit a super low point for me when it when it came out for the Wii U, and it was very frustrating. Like the idea that you don't level up your character through combat, making combat completely pointless yeah, was uh, frustrating enough. it's not a Mario game anymore. It's like, if you are trying to actively avoid the battles, you know, for all intents and purposes, and there might be boss fights that you can't even win until you get a certain item in a different location, but they'll let you instigate it. Like, they did that with Tubba Blubba in the original Paper Mario, but it was, like, more for, you know, story purposes. Aha, you know, I'm invincible for now. Good thing, you know, you gotta run away. And they mm -hmm. did that for... I I think his name is Dupless in the Thousand Year Door, where you got to guess his yes. name. Yeah, you have to guess the name, but and you have to. You can't just guess it. You have to have heard it. Yes, from that fucking parrot or something like that, or crow. Or, <laughs> I don't remember some kind of bird down below. Yeah, I think it was a crow in Twilight Town. I think. Yeah, I think it was in the basement or something like that. There's like a chatty. Like you talk to the crows, and the crows tell you that there's like a fucking parrot in the basement. You got to get to the basement of that mansion you fight him at. And then, uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember, because there's a parrot later on in Thousand Year Door in the sixth star, I want to say, and that's in the fourth star, but it's been a while. I should replay that, honestly. But Yeah, the fact that I remember the name Dupless is kind of yeah. like upsetting. It's like, wow, uh, that's a hell of a callback. But Color Splash, it just, it takes the looks of, uh, you know, Paper Mario, and it makes it look great. But the way they designed the story and, like, how you're supposed to progress through it was just such hair-pulling that... I would, a, I, I, don't, I don't even want to play it. Uh, you know, I don't even want to beat it, let alone try to do 100% completion or 100 hours, which so would be... the aesthetic be, was fine, it was just the gameplay. I yeah, it looks so. great for the most part. It's just the mechanics that made you, you know, you had to do the progress were just... It sucked. Yeah, I feel that big time because, like, you know, Paper Mario originally was an RPG series. Paper Mario originally was an RPG series, and the idea was, right, you have a bunch of cast of characters, you have, you know, fun sidekicks and stuff like that, you level up, you fight enemies, all that good stuff. RPG funness, right? The story's fun, 
whimsical, comical, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. You get to Sticker Star. Sticker Star, I think that might be my low point, but Color Splash is kind of right around there, too, where the problem with Sticker Star is kind of the similar problem to Color Splash, where combat is disincentivized because you have to keep your good stickers for fights, so why would I spend them if it doesn't matter? If I'm right. not leveling up traditionally. And then they relegated it to levels instead of worlds and all your sidekicks were toads. Like that was the crappiest decision ever, honestly. And uh, I remember it being attributed to, I think it was Miyamoto and I forget who he was talking to, but they were basically making the thousand year door again is what they were doing originally. And he came and said, no, don't do it again. Do something different. And that's what they came up that's with. So at that fine. point, retire, dude, retire. <laughs> like the thousand year door, that Paper Mario game, I like. To say I that came out in like 2003, 2004, yeah, between yeah, 2003, four, 2005. I'm feeling four. I'm feeling four. It was, it was, yeah, GameCube game, obviously, but yeah. I, there's one person that's going to Google it immediately to correct us in the chat, so we got that Good. going for us. Good. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, keep that person and marry them. Uh, my point is, it feels like they had the best script writing of that decade. Like, it, the, the story and the way they did commentary on that was so fun. Like, for Nintendo specifically. Yeah, okay, like, yeah. I, I, yes. I was going to say, I, I probably shouldn't say that too much, but it's like, it was so fucking good that, like, it's timeless. And then it just, it went from that to, like, toads. Lots of fucking toads. Toads yeah. dancing everywhere. Toads saying some, <laughs> you know, the fucking noise that they make, yeah, that's disgusting, which I don't even think they do in a Paper Mario Blossom, but it just... What a shame. I like, like, I even tried to love Super Paper Mario, and, you know, it's good. But it's not but like Paper Mario. I can't do it It's an either. RPG anymore. It, it yeah. is, but it's, it's an action RPG, you know, what's... Meh. But uh, between that, I say it every year, <laughs> so he, here's my yearly uh, PSA, I hate Nier Automata. Badly, and I think I tried uh, playing it three different times after getting stuck, and it's just I can't do it. Like I'm so amazed that my wife beat it one time so far, but some reason she didn't want to play it through a second time, which kind of threw me off. It's like, isn't the point to beat it like four or five times before you get like the true ending or whatever? Sort of. Uh, it's every time you beat it, it becomes a different story. So you're not really playing it through five times. You're playing. You're playing, like, a fourth of the game, and then it unlocks another fourth of the game. That's really ending B, and then, yeah, it goes on that way for four more times. So, really, you're playing, like, you're playing a full game. It's just split up in sections of, like, three to four until you get to E, I think it is. E or F is the good ending, the final So, it, it gives you the illusion of completing the game, but, in fact, it's basically a chapter. Yes, pretty much. That's the best way to say it. I mean, you can stop at A, but that would be crazy to do so because you're not getting half of the game and what it's supposed to be. How much time do you think it would take to complete that properly, uh, uh, story-wise? I think it took me like 25 or 30 hours, I want to say, total. I think that's I had to play like seven. Yeah, that, that's actually fairly reasonable. Uh, doing it for a you know, 100% completion might be... So there's a lot Maybe. to do in that game because it's like because it's a platinum game. There's a lot of action challenges, obviously, that you yes. can do and stuff like that. So there's yes. plenty of content that you could put 100 hours into, kind of in the same way like uh, the Bayonetta situation, where it's like, oh yeah, you can do all these side challenges and stuff like that, and secret bosses and all that good stuff. Because as everybody knows, Nier Automata is a wonderful game. <laughs> I'm not letting myself comment. I've never even heard of this game before. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's okay, uh, Glenn. You know those amazing shits you take where you go to the wipe and you realize there's nothing there? <laughs> Cut it and flush it. Just let it go out of your memory. 
No, you should Great. play it. You Done. should play. You should play the uh, 2017 winner of many Game of the Year awards. I'm not being sarcastic. What system is it on? Uh, PS4 it. and Xbox. No, Cam. Nice. Just tell them to play the Vita and Persona 4 Golden or something. Too. FIFA? You can do that too. I'll play you can FIFA. do that too. No. FIFA? Okay. <laughs> Not FIFA, no. <laughs> the Vita. <Yes. laughs> so, Glenn, what Cam's trying to tell you is you should play FIFA, the game of the year of 2017, uh, according to the no. many awards. No. No. Not that one. <laughs> <gasps> have you ever looked at friend. FIFA's user scores? So, like, FIFA 20 on Metacritic right now has a user score of 1.6. Out of 10? Out of 10. Oh, God. Yeah, it's probably, like, we joke about review embargoes and stuff in, like, the core gamer audience games where people go back and forth with Pokemon and all that, but that's going on, like, unheard of. Unheard of levels over there, where it's like, oh, yeah, no, everybody hates it. It's a big thing, and millions <laughs> oh, of people geez. play it. Why? Oh, yeah, that's a lot of angry people. Yeah, it's a big disconnect between, like, the casual gaming audience who buys a PS4 to play FIFA, and then the people who play other games as well, who will go on Metacritic and be like, no, this is this is garbage, oh my god, the systems they put in this game is, oh, oh! Well, sports games are, like, with microtransactions and how they handle them, have always been pretty bad, on the cutting edge of evil, so. Yeah. Yep, it's unfortunate. Uh, lastly, uh, and this is probably not going to be a shocker to some, some can agree, some can disagree, it's, uh, you know, fairly just, you know, and it sucks because it's this specific game out of the whole thing. There's other games I'd be willing to give, like, 100 hours into. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could do 100 hours of Fortnite. I, that surprises I, like, me. Because, uh, well, the answer is I could, but A, it would require friends, and B, yeah. it would require copious amounts of alcohol. And, I, <laughs> and no soul. Don't forget the no soul thing. So, <laughs> if I need to be intoxicated heavily for a hundred hours just to play a game that's not a good game <laughs> i was that, gonna say i was gonna say that, like man i don't know we played with nick and i thought we were having fun but you might have just been slammed i'm pretty sure i was slammed <laughs> <laughs> so it's like uh i mean playing fortnite and getting drunk while playing fortnite makes two bad habits you know alcohol and playing fortnite it's like yeah no that's rough and uh, it's weird because I'd be down for, you know, trying for 100 hours of PUBG even, or, or Apex, uh, Apex or 11. Apex. So, yeah. Yeah, Apex would be, you know, good to mess around with, but Fortnite specifically, it, it, I think it's just because of its free base, it's, it's harbor we like such Fortnite. a We like Fortnite. <laughs> no, don't you <laughs> know have... Fortnite's dead? Don't you guys know about this yet? Is this real? Yeah, so this is um really funny, but you know how kids are with trends, how something like within a month can become cool and not cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've worked with a lot of kids. I worked with a lot of kids at my previous job, and you know, I see a lot of talk on the internet and stuff like that. And as of like halfway through this year, everyone just kind of, not everyone, obviously, because it's still one of the highest grossing games ever, but most of like the kid audience and the culture of kids moved on to Fortnite is stupid. And to the point where, like, you can go now into like, like Toys R Us's and stuff in the like hallways that. for floss dancing. No, not even, not even Toys R Us, obviously. But I've heard stories of like kids in Target and stuff, like retail friends have overheard kids screaming, "Fortnite is dead!" and stuff like that. And I've seen it myself too, where kids would tell me that that Fortnite's dead. And it's it was right around like I want to say two months after Apex came out, and it wasn't because oh. of Apex. It was just a natural kind of the fad was over for a lot of that generation, and so they kind of like. It, it's kind of a cultural thing now where Fortnite's not too cool anymore. Huh. It's interesting. I'm, su I'm surprised considering right now you can get lightsabers in it. And I thought yeah, people would be trying. super into that. 
And they are. I mean, there's still millions upon millions of people who are, but I mean, Fortnite's not the biggest grossing or highest viewed game of this year. That's for sure. What is? That's Minecraft. Oh. Minecraft has big comebacks. Big comebacks. 100 billion views on YouTube this year. 100 billion. Fortnite had 40 billion. Yeah. Yeah, Bill. Wow. Oh, man. So, I mean... Beto in the chat is saying that uh, he plays with his mom and uh, she's just getting back into video games. Like, I'm thinking of my situation of what we talked about about before. If my mom got internet and got into Fortnite, I would play 100 hours. Even if just you know, oh, yeah. At that point, it'd be family bonding. Just, you know, like, if my mom can carry me to, like, you know, chicken dinners every time, <laughs> sure. Victory Royale, baby. I distinctly Thanks, remember circa Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the original one, uh, Call of Duty 4, basically, right? I had my grandma over at one point for a function, and I threw her in front of it because she used to play NES and stuff, and it was a joke. And it was like, here, grandma, go ahead. And I distinctly remember like her getting a kill and laughing maniacally. She just could not get enough of it. Just like the uh, biggest cackle, just, <laughs> I killed him. I shot him right in the face. And I was like, yeah, get it, grandma. Get it, grandma. I'm telling you, so she's coming over. If for the holidays, and now that she has internet again, she wants me to put games on her uh, computer. So I never All know right, what Graham, that let's means. Let's squat up. But I might try. Baby, and, let's squat. Yeah, <laughs> I might try and put a couple things on there, kind of seed ideas. I'm gonna give her near automata. No. Game no, of the year, man. Eyes up, Grandma Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> Go to hook her up with Destiny. I'm, like, isn't the uh, first section of that free? She's like, she's like 82. Like, <laughs> I don't Just know if she has the reflexes anymore. <laughs> Titanfall. Titans, you just gotta push a button and they shoulder check and it's like boom, win. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna get her on. This is a joke, obviously, but I'm gonna get her on playing the whole Trails series. We're gonna do it all nine games: Trails of Cold Steel, Trails in the Sky. We're going right. big, big weeb games. We're gonna play Neptunia. We're gonna get okay. some. We're gonna get some good stuff going on. I want to hear about this later for sure. <laughs> I want to see. Okay, so this is half a joke, right? But like this part's real. I want to see if I can get at least one like big anime titty game in there and just kind of oh, like yeah. sneak it in you know and just see what happens kind of just see what goes down right maybe a visual novel or something we'll see what goes down i think that's the play i think that's the play 100 percent. yeah keep a strip yeah yeah keep a strip yeah potential potential I mean, I mean that's that's simple and to the point as voice acting just you know make sure she has her hearing aids or headphones in and i think she'd yeah, get her, get her Katawa Shoujo, you know, just... Glenn's doing the, uh, I, I gotta smile and agree to this, but I don't feel comfortable with this topic kind of situation. <laughs> yeah, go, Grandma, here's some porn. <laughs> yeah, Grandma! Grandma's it's down for it. It's not porn. It's hentai and it's art. Yeah, it's art. It's art. It's art. That's the nice there's thing, no, though, is like... There's no nudity, so technically it's ecky. Yeah, but, you know, I'd probably put something in there that did, just for funsies, see what happens. <laughs> Nick in the chat she is used suggesting to do roller Doki derby. Doki she literature. Oh, that's what? awesome. I, I I would not give any grandmother DDLC. That that would be DDLC. I think I think there's a uh, lot Doki of context Doki required. Club. Yeah, there's too much context required. Where even if you did that, it wouldn't mean anything because she would just be like, "I don't get it. What's the like?" There's no context of what, the subversion why is she there. Trying to make her neck longer. That's weird. <laughs> that she'd get. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> No, actually, I was about to make a darker joke. I'm backing off. Back, <laughs> beep, beep. Okay, so, topic of the show. Uh, nothing too crazy, just because it's the holidays, but something's going on over on Steam. Uh, much like the Steam summer sales, there is a winter sales, guys. Is there any, any games that you guys jumped on yet? Because uh, there's quite a few deals that's going on. 
Yeah, man, are you ready for a miracle, dude? Here's the time. Steam's yeah. winter sale, the holiday sale, has always been one of the biggest events. I know when I was younger, right? That was one of the biggest sales of the year, biggest event, maybe, in buying games. Or it's like, that's where you load up, that's where you get like 10 things, and you just play them the whole rest of the year. Uh, so the problem I'm running into now is there's nothing for me to buy in the winter sale, and that's for a couple Ooh. reasons. One, I have everything already, I feel like, so I don't have any reason to like, go out and grab stuff, and that's just for me, obviously, where it's like, ah, oh, all the really good deals and cheap stuff I have already. But then the yeah. other side of this is that the winter sale these days, I think, is a lot inferior to how it used to be. Like, the flash sales were getting people to access that store every eight hours or so. So everyone was showing up to check on them to see what sales were going on every eight hours. The engagement was insane back when they were doing that, right? Like, Game Beyond was that, in a tank and shooting shit down to, like, 80% off, 90% yeah. off, and people are like, what the fuck? And now it's like, yeah. 10% off. Enjoy right, it, right. mortals. And then beyond that, too, like, the discounts are lower, but what they're doing right now, you got to think of it, too, from, like, I know their audience might have changed, but from, like, a kid's perspective, too, it's, like, the thing with the winter sale now is you spend, like, you sp there's discounts, right, but you spend $50, and then you get enough tokens to get a coupon that gives you $5 off. So... It kind of, that discount at least, requires you to have spending money beforehand, which for a lot of kids, it's like the reason we were jumping on the sale in the first place was because we maybe had $10 and wanted to get three games with it. Right. So that kind of right. defeats the purpose. And then now you also use those tokens just to buy emotes and stuff like that. So <laughs> it, it's kind of lost the spirit, I think, of what it was intended to be. Uh, so not anything for me personally. Like, I'm out of games to buy right now on Steam, and I'm not looking with plenty of stuff I got to play. So nothing for me, but... That's true. Uh, Nick in the chat suggesting that it's because they are making games again and they got to pay for that development. Yeah, they're starting. They're attempting to make games. But remember, they were making games back then, too. They're making a lot more of them back then. I'm talking when I was talking, I guess, heyday, I'm talking like 2006, 2007 to well, like probably 2010, kind of 2011. Yeah, I mean, back around that time, Orange Box period was when, you know, Steam sale was insane, running into 2011, 2012. I think it really started to, I, I haven't checked every single year, but I think around 15, it started to go downhill a little bit, where they started to add, like, emotes and stuff like that, instead of just heavily discounting games and flash sales and things. I forget what year flash sales went away, but that was one big indicator for me. Though, so, uh... Thank you to PCGamer.com for this, uh, just a basic heads up on the, like, the, the most popular looking ideas of, uh, sales that's going on. Uh, Cam, why don't you, uh, take off, uh, the list here? You want me to go on the list? Yeah. I can do that. Let's see here. Do, do, do Give me some last minute. participation points. Sounds good. All right, so we got just of the major stuff here on the PC Gamer article. We have Frostpunk, which is 60% off $12. That's worth it. That's worth it. Frostpunk is a management RTS, I believe, and hmm. takes place in a Frostpunk setting. Kind of like yes. Steampunk, but frosty. So that's yes, pretty good. Is. That's pretty good. Uh, Dark Souls 3, $15, 75% off. Honestly, I would expect that to be cheaper now. That came yeah, out in like, 2016. Mean, it's getting old, so it's like you'd think they would just want to get it in the hands, but you know, they're, they're giving that like Nintendo Lite tax, I guess. Yeah, you gotta remember yeah, too, it's digital, so like it's not like they have yeah. to move the product, you know? Right, right. That feels like a like I feel like if this were the one of the old Steam sales, that would be a six ninety nine, is how I'd put that. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. At this point. Yeah. Total War Warhammer 2, 66% off at $20. Listen, uh, a Warhammer game comes out every two seconds. You cannot track them all. It's impossible. There's like eight every month. So it's one of them. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Hellblade send you a sacrifice for $10. Hell That's yeah. very worth it. 67% off. Plus, Xbox just announced their new console and a sequel. So, mmm, mmm, get on the Hellblade, though. Yes. That's good. Uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, $39. 35% off. Okay. Okay. You know, or I came out in like April, out. but. Did it? <laughs> yeah, it came out in April. It was Game of the Year at Game Awards, yeah. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Oh, My buddy good. got to playtest it. He was one of the people oh, who nice. got to playtest it in Santa Monica. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's a tough one, too, because uh, just a brief aside with that, that one game of the year at the Game Awards this year, and it was just like, it was somewhat illogical because other games beat Sekiro in categories it was up for and won more awards, but then didn't win Game of the Year. So it's almost like, what are you ranking Sekiro on? The only other award it took was Best Action Adventure, but the other 28 awards were taken by other people. Some people had four awards, some people had three awards, so it's like... Eh, you think it was I don't a know. From everything then? I've heard from it, it's a, it's got a niche audience. It's like if you like very difficult, like yeah. super super technical fighting games, yes. Like my buddy mm-hmm. loved uh, uh, For Honor, so yep. he loved Sekiro. He, yeah, like, and in it's... his playtest in a week, he almost beat it. Like loved it. But I was like, great, I will not buy it. That does not sound interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's somewhat of a Souls-like, but it's a little different yeah. just because, you know, it's not an RPG really anymore. So I think the biggest complaint I've heard from people is, you know, obviously this is from Soft, so they're good at designing the map and they're good at designing how everything connects and good at combat. But I've heard that people say it was a mistake to have Frunsoft actually put the story at the forefront rather than having it hidden in lore because they weren't too, too great at writing it. And then the other big thing I've heard is that because you only have one weapon the replayability of the game goes to zero, unlike a Dark Souls game where oh. people like to try out different builds and different weapons, but the game really okay. could have used a n- couple new weapons other than the sword. So I've yeah. heard that about Sekiro, where a lot of my friends too, like I wasn't the one who reviewed it in my group. Uh, my buddy, I think my buddy Sam did, and uh, he was a big Souls veteran, and he kind of said it was like pretty mid overall. He was like, yeah, no, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't the best thing I played. It was okay. It was, it was good, but not amazing. So... But still, you know, 39, it came out in April. That's fair. That's pretty fair. Uh, you, you used to get crazy Better than deals. Anthem. Yeah. What was that, like, yeah. uh, two, three bucks you saw at GameStop or some shit? Yeah, yeah. No, I picked it up at GameStop because Anthem New was $5 and used was three ninety nine. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's what yeah. happens when nobody wants to buy the game. You have to keep discounting. That's what happened to Fallout 76, too. And you got a limited edition Frisbee, essentially, at that point. <laughs> hey, I mean, listen, Anthem, I think, is worth three ninety nine. I've got disc golf discs that are cheap, that are more expensive than <laughs> that, man. Like, that's crazy. Yep, yep. Uh, Monster wow. Hunter World. Monster Hunter World is $24, 60% off. Yes. That's pretty 100% awesome. 100% yes. 100% yes. yes on that. That's, uh, I've put 250 hours in that game. Big Have yes you played the that. expansion? Uh, no, I haven't. My buddy reviewed that, though, and it's, you it's know, like more. Frostborn or something? Yeah, Iceborne. Iceborne. Everybody yeah, that's it's big, 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 big on that. So I've been very They've all got it on like, Xbox. <laughs> I have yeah, PlayStation, so I'm kind of. I originally the plan was I was going to jump back into Destiny and Monster Hunter World when I was free in December here, uh, but I'll probably have to wait until like January and maybe grab one of those. But yeah, uh, Stardew Valley is forty percent off and it's nine dollars. Cool. Yep, Get I it. think it's usually a fifteen, which makes sense with the whole you know math and all that. But yep, yeah, yep, yep, nine yep, bucks, yep. great deal, great deal. Oh yeah, that's worth. I'd like to see that, like, again, it's one of those things where it might be just be my memory, but I remember, like, circa 2011, we were astounded by what games they were selling for $5. We were like, what? Are you kidding me? For 5 And it was, like, one right. of the big releases of a couple years ago, and we were like, jeez, 
So hell, even seven fifty would like just make it look amazing, just half off right off the get go. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. Well, I will say it probably looks like eight ninety nine on the store, in which case it's like you got that eight in front. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Max You'll, Payne uh, three is seven dollars, sixty five percent off. That should be cheaper. <laughs> That's great, but that should be cheaper, especially. But yeah, it, it's it's seven dollars. How how much cheaper do you want it to be? These things should be. I mean, again, I'm talking you want about Anthem the past prices? Here. Yeah, that's what old Steam sale used to be. It would be you pick the stuff up for four ninety nine, no problem. True. Especially now that True. it's not like because I think the re- well, I guess it was Steam. I don't know. I remember a big store. Uh, there was a place that in my local mall when I was a kid called Software Etc. Yeah. And yeah. I don't. I didn't know if it was a natural chain. That's just where you know I got my first Pokemon cards and stuff. Um, yes. Was actually at that game store and. I remember, like, sometimes they'd have big sales, and it was awesome, but it was always, like, it's like you said, it was kind of like these Steam sales, but I understood, because my dad explained mm-hmm. merchandising, and they had to outload the new physical stock, so yeah. it's kind of crazy to me, even, that they're that they would do sales like this at all, just yep. because, like, they don't have to get rid of the codes, you know, they have an unlimited right. amount of stock since it's digital. Right, this is a rock band. Sitting yeah, on the that's the uh, sitting in the back. That's the trick about digital. Yeah. yeah, that's the trick about digital. Though eventually we're getting to a point where they've convinced everyone that sixty dollars is both a physical and digital game, even though it takes probably more to produce that disc and ship it and have shelf space available than it does to host the server that has the game on it. Yeah. So. Yeah, they kind of a trick, you know, kind of a profit maximizing trick right there for digital. I'm a physical fan myself, so you know, just uh, keep that keep that in awareness. Awareness, I guess. Uh, final oh, yeah. one on this list is a Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Nice, fifty dollars, seventeen percent off. That did just come out like a month ago. Um, yeah. I will say it has been cheaper already, though. I saw I, saw I follow like an account. 40. Yeah, I saw an account, um, cheap ass gamer. I follow them and on Twitter, and they post a lot of discounts and stuff like that and it was on 40 on amazon for a couple days right yeah. now black friday i want to say or somewhere say, right around surprised. there it sounds like it's been a hot ticket item so like oh, the totally fact that they're i've heard it's the good it's just not super long is all i've heard it's very good it adds a lot to the lore apparently mm-hmm. there are even references in the new st- in the new rise of skywalker movie to this video game oh good that's good so, to know I didn't see them because I didn't play the game yet, but right. like the, my buddy who did play it said, oh my god, and he didn't tell me what it was, so it won't spoil yeah. anything for you, but if you played the okay. game, you will know. Good to know, good to know. Yeah, Fallen Order, I, I really, really liked. I really like Fallen Order a lot. It's interesting because it's kind of a blend of, it's kind of a blend of a Souls-like in terms of combat, and then a little bit of Uncharted with a lot of climbing early on, but then it, it kind of turns into... Yes. An adventure like, kind of game. Three quarters view, like holographic maps of the area, so you can like see where the elevation changes are and stuff. I mm-hmm. watched my buddy play it, and yeah. I was like, "Man, that's super awesome!" Yeah, it, it turns into a bit of a Metroidvania at some points too, because you have to go to different planets to get new force abilities that unlock things in older areas, and you can see what's really nice on the map is that you can see where it's red like our doorway will be red that means you can't access it right now but once you get a new force power you'll go back and see it as green which means you Ah, can go through so it tells you what you've missed too overall i mean i loved the game Uh, i thought it was great and uh yeah i i mean it was about i want to say i beat it in like 14 hours but for like a cinematic game that's about expected so yeah right yeah yeah big fan of that that's same level as god of war uh, uh, technically, I think Spider-Man 2, maybe Spider-Man's a little bit longer, but you know, in the same range where, you know, quality and all that stuff. I think it's worth yeah. it. Yeah, 
honestly, like all those, the Sony cinematic games for the most part, like your God of War, your Last of Us, your Spider-Man, this, even though it's not a Sony, like those all hit in like the 13 to 20 hour range, usually for a standard playthrough. So Mm. Uh, Nick in the chat's asking if you platinum the the game. Uh, No, I don't platinum anything. I I, I play something. I complete the campaign. Generally, I'll do a few side things and I'll move on to the next thing because like I have to cover a lot of games because we try and review every single major release that comes out um, on my other thing. And so it's like, all right, cool. You're on to this one. You're on to the next one. Awesome. So I (laughs) beat it. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, I think that's going to be it for the topic of the show. Then we uh, have a hell of a packed episode so far. Uh, Glenn, can I interest you the game releases for this week? Um, well, it looks like <laughs> there is none. So, but I don't really know what this is. In our notes, we have this fun little Shed Ninja. Or si- Shed, oh. Shed Ninja? Is that yeah. how you say his name? Shed Ninja, yeah. Shed Ninja. Shed Ninja. How, how oh. is this Shed Ninja emo? Because well, it enjoys being cloaked by darkness. Is that not normally what they look like, though? Oh, yeah, that's how it looks normally, but, it, it, I mean, do you see it cloaked in darkness? Do you no. usually enjoy being cloaked in darkness? I mean... Because if so, you, oh, you might well. need to see a doctor. <laughs> You've got the emo. Or I'm a vampire. My eyes. I was, say, I was thinking Shadow Sorcerer, too. I was like, hmm. <laughs> no, we would have known. He would have outed himself if he was an emo. He would have freaked out on the uh, Nightmare to Christmas set earlier. <laughs> now it makes me I wonder if I totally says, would have, and I didn't. He's like talking and he starts putting like juggalo makeup on or some shit. Oh, but they also had That's I forgot different. this. They had BSG and Starship Troopers miniatures that were used on screen oh, cool. as well. So That's cool. Yeah, it was a really, really dope cool. studio uh and and uh, even like D&D wise one of the girls that works there Hope is on one of the official Wizards of the Coast live streams Heroes of the Realm I think it's called. So it man, I I just kept walking around just like a uh uh, <laughs> the whole day it was hard to get work done but it was like 32 hours of work in two days so mm-hmm. yeah a lot of work. my well, sleep schedule since there's no actual big games coming out this week because it is in fact christmas people you know don't want to release it after christmas seems kind of silly i will mm-hmm. say there's going to be some champion because there always is there's going to be some champion out there who releases a game of the 25th there is almost every year and it's some game nobody's ever heard of but they're trying to get it in there mm-hmm. i don't know who it is this year but i bet there's one somewhere if we went on metacritic or something and looked it up coming i bet there's one man i Got searched it. if you if, if you can find it please do uh yeah you know what? let me let me just let me right now just take a look because uh for a big example, we have uh, this day in gaming for December 23rd, the day this episode comes out, and uh, there's a lot of games that came out in the United States uh, on this day. I could I could only find one. Uh, the rest the rest of them are out in Japan, which seems like it, it seems like it's a common occurrence. Like over in Japan, they don't care; they'll release it, you know, Christmas Day if they want to. But over in the United States, uh, not many games that came out that are uh, like super notable. <laughs> the only one I could find was Anime Girls VR for the PC. Yeah, happy, all right. Ha- happy second <laughs> birthday, baby! Uh, all right. That is the one game I like. It was either that or I leave it blank and show a picture of a different, you know, Pokemon uh, saying they want to be cloaked by darkness. You may yeah. like the gif of Giratina or Giratina when it's trying to eat and it opens up its face mask to bite into it just to freak with people. Uh, but yeah. Any luck, Cam? Or? I can't. I can't right now, quickly, unfortunately. Usually there's one. There might not be. That'd be weird, but. That, that'd be scary. Yeah. 
usually there's some champion out there like we're gonna put it out on Christmas and it's like Unicorn Adventure 5 sure oh my god that MOBA game the Unicorn uh, oh what was it it was like the side scroller you had to avoid shit and jump around and stuff oh you're, yeah yeah Robot Unicorn Attack Robot Unicorn Attack mm-hmm. yeah. that game was fire <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was yeah, good was. stuff back in the yeah love that game so if, oh if there's a game that you want to buy on Christmas Day, just just get Robot Unicorn Attack. There you go. It's free, right? I'm sure, sure it's still playable somewhere. Yeah. Game of the decade, right? <laughs> that, that's what no. we agreed. No, oh, listen, just, we've done this already. <laughs> okay. When we talk about our games of the decade, there's a few options, right? We're going decade by decade. 60 I seconds. I think, okay, game of the decade, 2000s, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, obviously. Game of the decade, 2010s, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle for the Xbox 360, the port. Easy. Easy done. Easy. <laughs> Why can't I tell if this is serious or a meme? It's it would totally be <laughs> it would be Game of the Decade 1990s, but unfortunately Sonic Adventure 2 for the Dreamcast didn't come out in the 90s. I was really close, though. Really close. <laughs> Too bad, really. Okay, Seriously. okay. Then my Game of the Decade is near Automata, then. You know, the, yes! uh, the best game. Clearly. Anthem. And, There's uh, a meme. Anthem. Right here. Okay, I think good. there's a, you I think there's an objective first. answer to Game of the Decade. I've been I've been working on this theory for a while. Cool. Is it? Cam, where where can we find you on Twitter? And uh, <laughs> you you have another cool podcast that you also talk about video games. I do. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Cam Collects. You can slide into my DMs anytime. It's uh, no spaces there. Easy peasy. You can also find my podcast Into the Video Game at ITVG Podcast. Recently renamed there the uh, Twitter handle. It used to be Into the Video Gam without the E at the end because we ran out of space. But uh, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) on that podcast, we mostly do news stories and industry analysis. We focus a lot on statistics and that sort of stuff. So we get really in deep about like predicting what future outcomes are going to happen. Are you getting nerdy about nerdy stuff? Oh, yeah, 100%. Love it. The deepest dive, yes. Yeah, you should have seen me when the new Xbox got announced and like how that felt to me. I was just like, like, we're here. We're here. Okay, it the way looks you did like that, a PC. Like oh my god! Or something. <laughs> no, that was it's, like that was me getting like vapors or something. PC. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's historic. Where it was shown off, like the time period, the changing of the generations, that sort of the history of the industry stuff. That's the historic stuff right there. That's why I was like, yeah, when it happened. So hyped nice. up for that. Glad. Where can we find you? You find me on Twitch uh, at Razif, and actually, just now. I got my my Elgato capture card, so I'm gonna start doing a playthrough of the Dragon Age series on my Twitch Ooh. channel soon. Um, starting with the second one. Starting with Dragon Age Origins. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. uh, are you an What's affiliate that? or a partner? Yeah, I'm an affiliate. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Me too. Mm-hmm. I just haven't yeah. done it in quite a while. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, we're hello fellow affiliates. Uh, oh, fellow affiliates. But yeah, you can also find yeah, it's Razeth R A E Z E T H, and then Glenn Houston on Twitter. I'm trying to get. Apparently soon they're trying to like cycle out unused Twitter accounts because oh. there's one that's close enough to my Twitch name that I can't have that as my Twitch handle. Um, but it last time I checked on it, it had been inactive for four or five years. So and I messaged them and they're like, no, we won't do anything about it. And I was like, and then but I heard they're purging old unused accounts to save space on their server so i might be able to get yeah. the same one anyway that's I'm, me. I'm crossing my fingers on that because i i used to stream and then moved and my internet wasn't good enough but now i've moved back and i'm actually going to be moving to a house soon with my friends from the podcast so i'm like hoping Ooh. they don't kill my stream by then so i'm like all right then we can start <laughs> again yeah good deal good deal 
You can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. All letters, one word. You can also find the show also at a new Twitter handle, CMQ Network. All one word. Uh, apparently saying Master Quest Pod, you know, it just seemed kind of silly. Uh, then I discovered you can change it. Cam also discovered you can change it. And Thank it, you. you, know, you I think the only thing you got to worry about is if you're verified and you change it, then you got to get re-verified. But since uh, we're we're not like super humongous names on the internet that you know require you know the distinguish us from other you know CMQ networks out there, we don't have to worry about that. So CMQ Network and also email us at casualmasterquest at gmail uh, You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. Also by typing Casual Master Quest. We have a Discord. Check us out. We are. Uh, you can find the link on the Twitter page. Just click on uh, in the show description. You'll find it. Or sorry, podcast Twitter description. And lastly, we have a D and D podcast called Casual Quest Masters. If you're not listening to it, why aren't you? I mean, if you're not D and D fan, you might still enjoy it. But if you are, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last word I want to give a shout out to GameStop for being a piece of shit. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Cam's ready for this one. Don't worry, they're oh, dead no. in a year or two, dude. You say what? They're, you. they're done in a year or two? Oh, yeah. Oh. Big bankruptcy on the way. Wait for it. <laughs> oh, Sad Panda. I like ThinkGeek, and they're owned by them, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love the employees that I get to talk to at GameStop. They're great people, but GameStop yes. themselves, especially with the website design, I want to say fuck you for getting my mom excited for getting her a Wii bundle, but not showing that you're sold out until after I tried to add it to the cart. <laughs> Anyways, that was Glenn, that was Cam, this is Tyler, and that was episode 80 of Casual Master Quest. We will be taking a break next week. If you want to listen to a little bit of Casual Quest Masters to uh, burn the time between, we will. Otherwise, uh, we'll see you in January. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, and don't forget to never stop the ground. We'll see you next week, guys. Just kidding. Next month, next year. Next decade. Bye-bye. Yeah, next, <laughs> next 2020. decade. Jesus Christ, that's so far away. I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> that, 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 that's that what she button. said. <laughs> I haven't done well, a good that's that what she said in a while. I think I'm out of practice. The intro to the podcast, titled Casual Master Quest, was paid for and produced by the wonderful talent Revelry's Music. You can find more of their work at soundcloud.com forward slash Revelry's Music, or just click on the link in the show descriptions. The background music is the album Top 50 Best Classical Piano Music by Brilliant Classics. You can find out more about Creative Commons at www.creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash buy forward slash 4.0.